Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Padma Kumar Nair and Ms. Uh, Shalini Nair, uh, the founders of uh, InnoVenture, uh, which works in the area of connected packaging and uh, many other new technologies. Uh, hi Padma Kumar and Shalini, welcome to ELI. Hi, hi Priya. Hi. Uh, I would uh, request you both of you. Uh, I'd request both of you to introduce yourself to our audience. We'll start with Padma Kumar. Um, hi, I'm Padma Kumar. I'm a co-founder and CEO of InnoVenture. I come from a corporate background. I have uh, close to 15, 16 years of corporate background, primarily in telecom. I was more on the marketing side, uh, more on product development, pricing, planning, strategy. Uh, in 2018, uh, I, while doing an executive program uh, at MIT, uh, decided to move out of corporate world and move, move into entrepreneurship. Uh, then this issue was identified. Counterfeit was an issue that was identified and tried to come up with a solution. And then I reached out to Shalini, who is my batchmate during my engineering days. Uh, yeah, just Shalini can... Take it forward from there. Uh, so I'm Shalini. I have around 21 years of uh, experience. Uh, and uh, I worked with HCL in the beginning. Uh, and I've always been in technology. Uh, and uh, around 2007, I actually ended my corporate uh, career and uh, started uh, my own venture. So I've been a serial entrepreneur. Uh, so this is our, uh, you know, third uh, and we started it together uh, when Padma reached out to me with uh, you know, the, the, the problem statement he came to me saying that there is uh, this problem in the market can we do it uh, can we do it in a way that it is covered can we use a camera to capture it that identify it make it simple so that there's no process change and, uh, and I was reading about uh, cryptography and working on few things and uh, you know, AI all these areas so it seemed like, you know, marriage made. Uh, and then we you know, decided that we'd venture into this together. Very interesting. Very interesting. So uh, before we start talking about the venture, uh, I, I would be very interested to learn uh, the context of the discussion uh, where you can, if you can explain to us what are the different technologies that are in play in, in your venture. I think maybe you can start with, uh, you know, how you identify. I'll start, with, I'll start and then maybe Shalini can take it forward. See, I, I come from a product background where I believe customer experience defines your product. Uh, so uh, when I heard this issue of counterfeit, I was talking to a lot of uh, brands, a lot of manufacturers, a lot of printers. So uh, three things came out why companies are not uh, implementing some technology. One, uh, most of the solutions out there requires a huge process change. Uh, second thing is most of the anti-counterfeit solution is like a sticker or a QR code or a barcode, which gets copied in three months time. Anything visible gets copied these days because mm -hmm. computer vision has improved a lot that they can copy anything. And the third thing, unless consumers are also part of this journey where they also can uh, validate the process or validate the product, you will not win this battle against counterfeiters. 
so i clearly defined that we need to come up with a solution which is not changing the process in an organization something that is invisible third even the consumer can scan using a smartphone so i told shalini these are the three things that i want now what do you want to do with what technology i don't know but this is what we want the rest shalini okay that is a explaining also so when he came with this uh, there were few areas anyway all these emerging technologies are uh, you know the technology is ripe at this point for us to exploit all the uh, all the, uh, you know, the, the the ai capabilities the cryptographic capabilities uh, and mobile phone cameras have also evolved to a stage where we can visualize such a solution so it was like at the right time the right problem came to you know before run Uh, that is how we came up with the with the solution, and we knew uh, to sum it up. Make the difference to uh, to, to sum it up. Today we are using AI, cryptography, blockchain, and it's a SaaS product which is on the cloud. So all the buzzwords that you can think of, uh, not to say that we are in that space. We actually use all this script, all this technology to uh, develop this product. Okay. And since the beginning, we have been very clear that you know we take up most of the hard work. We make it uh, you know for complex for ourselves, uh, so that it is very simple for uh, even the consumers and the manufacturers to adopt. Uh, so that has been the guiding principle since uh, the beginning, since inception. Okay. Uh, speaking of buzzword, uh, I came across the term connected packaging. Can uh, any of you explain what is the meaning of uh, connected packaging and how does it Uh, uh work in real life scenarios yeah so basically uh, we started off as an anti counterfeit solution you so the technology how it works is uh, what what the, the brilliant technology that shalini came up with and patented is encrypting some uh, cryptographic signature on packaging which is invisible uh, we were thinking primarily of anti counterfeit solution but when we hit the market we realized that using the same technology we can show many more features you scan the product it can start playing video it can start talking to you it can uh, allow you to download uh, digital uh, assets like pdf and other things so then at the same time we happened to see we were part of microsoft for startup we were selected by microsoft uh, globally as one of the startups b2b startups uh, so uh, there also in that interaction with microsoft they also told us that you know the world is moving towards a connected packaging where today all this packaging like all this box it is a just dumb box you have to read and the world is moving to a space where you scan and it start interacting with you uh, can i see from where this was uh, manufactured where this was printed uh, from where the raw, raw material was sourced so the world is moving to that space and our technology can actually enable companies to move there without having a iot device or anything uh, so you scan because this encryption enables you to interact with the customers so then with support from microsoft and uh, i think shalini worked with that team maybe shalini can take it forward on that more on the technical side actually just to add to uh, you know the, the experience part also if you think of now today uh, you know they are always touching things or uh, you know viewing things very naturally it comes uh, naturally to them uh, to 
you know, look at something and expect information. I have seen my nieces, you know, touch the, uh, the, the screens, uh, thinking that, you know, they'll get something. Even when you go outside, physical things are being touched so that you can. So the connected part of it, digitizing it is, you know, what is in everybody's mind. This is what we realized when we had the interaction as well. Uh, so, you know, what the expectation from the manufacturers is also to get uh, you know, the, everything connected from the time of, uh, uh, if you look at alcohol companies, they talk about grain to uh, glass kind of uh, connection. So uh, everything from one end to the other uh, is expected. Uh, you know, I, I took that example, not because we are, uh, you know, we are in that space, just uh, to show the connect from uh, end to end, because that is what uh, people are expecting at each touch point to have its own uh, own connection and to you know, digitally view everything. Okay. Uh, if I, I may sum it up for my layman uh, peers, so it's basically uh, using a QR code or a barcode, you can understand the history, entire history of uh, the product and uh, uh, all, all the different aspects. Uh, so uh, now that we have understood the context, uh, I would like to... That's what we want to connect correct also. Sure. Uh, so the code part of it is, uh, you know, essentially it is very, um, uh, very raw way of doing it. Uh, it was the most, uh, you know, the, the beginning of uh, the, the connected packaging. Now people don't look at it from a QR code uh, perspective. Uh, you have to be able to just point and shoot uh, and and then get the information, not, uh, you know, uh, utilizing or uh, keeping one space for a QR code itself is a, a huge overhead for most of it. Mm. So, you know, okay. Moving away from that is what we are also working on. So like uh, uh, Padma was mentioning, uh, invisible uh, invisible QR code or something like that. Understood. Yeah, our, our technology is actually encrypting the entire packaging. So imagine you have a QR code and if that space, uh, if the retailer puts a sticker there, you know, this is a new price or new offer, you'll not be able to scan. Now what we are developing is something where you scan anywhere and it gives you information. The so entire the, packaging is encrypted. The packaging is the QR code. Yes. Understood. Correct. Understood. So now that we have understood uh, uh, the context, uh, now please tell us what is the venture about, uh, uh, especially uh, in terms of what kind of clients we are servicing and what is the scale of operation? Before we go there, I want to just tell you some of the shocking things. Like, you know, sure. every five minutes, one kid dies in Africa because of fake anti-malarial drug. And mind you, malaria is a curable disease. Just because someone ends up taking a counterfeit drug, they die. Okay. More than a million people die every year because of counterfeit drugs. And as per WHO, 30% of drugs that we buy online are fake. And it's not just limited to drugs alone. You take uh, FMCG products, food, uh, your toothpaste, your toilet cleaner, to your uh, some of the food that we are buying. Everywhere counterfeit is there. Uh, it is expected to be around 2.3 trillion dollars, more than GDP of many countries. So uh, our uh, we moved out of. I mean, at least personally for me, I moved out of corporate life wanting to do some change to the society. And that's why Shalini also joined the mission because Shalini was 
running her own uh, venture and she joined the uh, team with the view that we want to make a change to the society okay. uh, then we found uh, a couple of angel investors who joined us with the same view that you know same vision that we want to make some change so primarily our ambition is to make some change to the society if we are able to save even one life it's worth the journey uh, today we are working with some of the leading fmcg companies and pharmaceutical companies uh, and our aim is to digitize the packaging globally we are in mode right now working with some of the uh, brands in us and europe also and also in middle east now yeah that's yeah shall we anything else that you want no i think that covers all uh, as far as there is concerned okay uh, now please tell us how uh, did the journey look like uh, for, for building this venture when did it start uh, and uh, how did it start then uh, what kind of uh, people joined you to um, realize this vision and uh, if you can also take us through on a, uh, a series of events that uh, happened uh, between the first day and now <laughs> you know a uh, lot of people see only the success of uh, uh, this entrepreneurship journey but to be frank we have our ups and downs in this journey we started in april 2018 i think april right yeah april 2018 shadni joined the team first uh the company was formed shalini joined in fact one of my classmates during M- mit days uh, was also a partner in the company so three of us formed the company together uh and 2018 july i also joined the team i left my company i had a notice period of 3 months and i also joined the company uh the journey initially was smooth we had we raised a series uh, sorry angel funding of half a million dollar uh, primarily because of mit and the vision and this mission that you know we are going to change something to this world we could raise some money initially but uh, that uh, you know that glorious days ended very soon half a million we couldn't because the technology that we were building though we uh like shalini mentioned earlier uh, from day one our ambition or our mission was we will absorb all the pain but we will make the life of a customer and the brand very easy they don't have to invest in anything they don't have to change any process so we will take on so in that process we had to come up with machine learning uh, ai cryptography all those things which the solution looks simple but the development was big and we had a team we set up a team in bangalore uh, r&d center was developed in bangalore we started with a initial team of uh, around eight people yeah and shalini was leading the team in bangalore okay. uh, yes and soon we reached the roadblock of you know no more money how do we do and one of the partners uh, due to difference of uh, you know vision he also left the organization uh, but uh, you know it it's not just an idea and having good team it's about the grit and the determination to take it forward that actually takes the startup forward we have reached roadblock uh, we have reached end of, we have seen the end of the road many times where we had only thousand dollar in our bank account with uh, 10 to 12 employees uh, but every time 
maybe because of our uh, where we were going, uh, the noble cause that we were going behind, we were fortunate enough at every point we had an issue, someone or the other joined. And we had a series, uh, we had series of uh, bridge rounds where we raised close to a million again. Uh, some wonderful people joined at the right time and put money so that the company could move forward. Uh, in 2021, right, this year, yeah, this year, March, uh, we raised our Series A funding. Uh, we got a phenomenal investor uh, in Finnish Investment Group from US. Uh, Mr. Ramad Shatla joined as a chairman of the board. And he is someone who comes with a lot of experience. He's been uh, the CEO of Sun Edison globally, and then he has multiple startups. Uh, one thing that uh, augurs well with our vision is that he is someone uh, with the same vision, that he also wants to do some change to this society, and someone who gives a lot of freedom to uh, founders and uh, entrepreneurs someone who enables founders and that has actually given us wings now. Um, yeah, I think Shalini, you can also add something that if I have missed out something, I'm sure you will have more on. So like uh, Perry mentioned, the journey has not been smooth. It has its you know, lows and you know, of course at each milestone we have had, uh, you know, uh, we, we have celebrated uh, with others and the team has been really supported. We built a team, like I said, how did we build the team? We uh, initially started with uh, uh, those who know us has recommended uh, those who would be open to joining us and so on. That is how we formed the initial uh, team. Then we had recruiters also uh, find us few of the initial employees. But always, uh, we have also been careful to uh, get uh, get team members uh, who share this vision. So you know, that is also something which is important. If you don't have uh, people sharing the same kind of a goal and those who take it as their own uh, you know, uh, product, uh, we wouldn't be able to uh, work towards. Uh, like Paddy was mentioning, COVID was something which uh, you know, suddenly hit us. And uh, at that point of time, if we did not have the team which was you know, so supportive and uh, cohesive unit, it would have been difficult for us also to survive from that till here. Yeah, yeah when we were about to actually take off with the first customer and we were about to expand, COVID came. Everything went to ground zero again. We, we had to start all over again. But the team stood with us. They were ready to take a pay cut. Uh, I mean, the team, the core team, that was, none of none of them left us. They stayed with us. We had an open discussion with the team and they were ready to actually support us stayed with us and they are still with us and that's what has actually taken us to this level um, and thankfully Ahmad also joined at the right time so we could take it forward but 2020 was really tough for us and that was something that was not in any of the pipeline or any of the strategy or any of the plan and that's one thing that as an entrepreneur everyone should be mindful of because it's not the talent or the strategy or the technology that you have there are so many other things that can impact your company, impact your business. Speaking of uh, team, I, you mentioned that uh, uh, the team should have the right vision, at least the similar vision that you have. 
but uh, how do you find such people when you uh, form the team especially uh, when you talk about skill sets uh, it's uh, pretty easy to find people with the uh, skill sets you require but finding people with the right vision that is little difficult how do you find such people yeah i think uh... talk to them it is not easy like you said part of it is uh, that they come with same values uh, so it's not division per se probably they uh, you know embedded from us uh, but it's more about the values also uh, so we have certain things in you inherent in you uh, you know you tend to carry it forward along with with the company you work for if you see it as a job then you wouldn't be sharing a vision at any point in fact uh, we had the core team uh, before we got funded and one of the things that actually you know in the first meeting that we had with amat uh, he told both of us that you know i don't go behind technology or company i invest in people and that has actually transformed our way of thinking also then we when we look back we also invested in some good people who were supporting us and then when we asked amat he told us three things he looked for three things in people one you know their values uh, second uh, you know how uh, generous they are uh, in terms of praising people in terms of giving it to the company how generous and how courageous they are uh, honestly i look for these three in most of the candidates that i interview now and that's something that uh, even in hr uh, we have defined our policies uh, in a way that we look for these kind of values in people whether they have that and that's what we are actually taking it for okay uh, can you tell us how did you find your first customer and uh, how did your minimum viable product look like uh, first customer was like a cake cake work actually me and shalini went to meet a customer uh, someone referred uh, gave us a lead saying you know why don't you go and meet this customer so we went there thinking we will have to have a elaborate pitch on how this product is we went and explained to him we have a technology like this and we want to do a poc or proof of concept the guy sat there and he called his vp or someone on call and said you know i heard a brilliant technology they are coming to the factory please implement so we didn't have to do anything it was like a cake walk and we went and implemented uh, this the major brand that we got the first brand that we got also was like very fast uh, someone referred our technology to the packaging head and the packaging head called us we presented to the product managers or the brand managers and the decision was taken let's roll it out and uh, i can due to the india i don't want to mention the name but more than a billion packets uh, got encrypted uh, quickly uh, in no time it was uh, in the course of the first customer that i was mentioning is how our entity also uh, you know evolved Uh, when we uh, initially in 2019 beginning is when we went to the uh, the first uh, customer that we had and uh, at that point it was quite uh, i i would say we it was our vision of what the mvp should look like they had a uh, quite an extensive trial and uh, you know implementation in in, the, in that factory and that is how it evolved to a place where uh, the second one was even uh, even more easier 
And the other thing, uh, uh, I think there was a, a conference called CPHI, right? CPHI, uh, in 2019. Charlie attended that interview, uh, that CPHI conference and happened to meet some of the leading FMCG and pharmaceutical uh, companies. And all of them gave us a platform to test it out on their company and they all went into a commercial thing. So I uh, can't take the names, but this process actually helped us evolve from a pure uh, anti-counterfeit solution to a connected packaging. And that's how we also learned what is the exact process that happens in the organization, uh, how the printing is done. So we could fine-tune a lot of the things that we didn't know exactly how it works. All that happened because we uh, suddenly we got an opportunity to work with some four or five big brands. Okay. And our experience so far, um, I mean, I keep telling this, I've worked with many companies, but this is the only product where I've seen, I've not seen a rejection so far. Wherever we go, people just welcome us. Uh, yes, let's test it out. So, because it's so easy, they don't have to invest in anything. There is no process change. All they have to do is take a decision, let's do. Now that you have reached so far, uh, what is the plan ahead uh, where do you see yourself going in next five years uh, time what is the vision the vision is to actually expand globally uh, and enable the process of you know converting all this analog packaging to digital packaging uh, take this as one of the uh, you know major platform across the globe where people can actually use it to convert their packaging to a digital packaging, move from packaging to material itself. Can we do the same technology on material like, uh, you know, on a uh, surface itself, can we do like uh, engine parts or anything? So the metal engraving, can we do that at that level and you scan and you know that this is genuine. So we want to take it to a level where how can we digitize the packaging and the material part and in the long run, be a global player with operations in US, Europe, and North America, Europe, Middle East, and in, and the Southeast Asian market. Uh, if everything goes well, and to have an IPO in the US. Interesting. Uh, now going to the next part of the interview. Uh, tell us about the different challenges that you have faced while uh, building and growing this venture. Shalini can start. Well, I'm a, uh, I, mean, I only see positive things, so I don't care. <laughs> challenges, uh, uh, you know, from the company perspective, challenges like we mentioned earlier also. Uh, I mean, within the, you know, when you have uh, um, uh, three founders and one uh, all these were challenges for us uh, at one point. Uh, and uh, we have mentioned, uh, I know, in previous question also on uh, keeping the momentum going in so far as the uh, funding and such uh, constraints. Uh, from a product perspective, uh, there are always challenges. Like, uh, uh, technically, you would understand that I, I don't think this should be covering, covering that at all. Uh, but yes, uh, challenges is mostly in keeping momentum going, even with all these that come up, of all sorts of uh, you know different issues which can arise. Uh, what all? 
it's like a marriage you know we i know shalini from engineering days but i have not worked very closely with shalini same way as a third partner i know him during my college days but i don't know him very well but when you all sit together and work it takes some time to gel as a team and to accept the other partner as it is yes you have these weaknesses i have these strengths i have these weaknesses you have these strengths so how do we work together as a team uh, plays a big role uh, yes uh, what are the different pivots that you have done to your business model so far different i didn't hear that question pivots any pivots that we have let's say we do not uh, have it is just uh, you know our core uh, what we visualize is what we are still uh, working on it is just that uh, you know slight modifications or uh, slight perspective differences are what has come about we have not had uh, any pivots like we mentioned this is exactly what we uh, since we did the homework before we started this is exactly what the industry needs i think that's a big learning for i think even for a lot of startups i would say do your homework really well because we didn't start one fine morning yes let's we have an idea and start uh, personally i spent almost 6 months studying about uh, what is this industry why they are not doing we defined the product clearly well then we spent a lot of time how to build the product and then we started the company it's not like i think we would have uh, homework would have been almost 9 months before we started the company so that way we didn't change the core as it is we only strengthened the core if we had a core of anti counterfeit we have made it uh, connected packaging more and more features to the core but the core is still the same and our idea that you know it will be a very very customer friendly product where they don't have to change process all that still remains the same we have not changed a bit we are continuing with that so far okay uh coming to the last part of the interview uh tell us what is the meaning of entrepreneurship to both of you stanley can start she's been an entrepreneur for a long time <laughs> for me entrepreneurship is not about uh, you know just just in running the company uh, actually you have it uh, when you are doing anything small also so you have multiple small entrepreneurs within your team uh, so like you were asking earlier uh, you have a team which is sharing your vision or the values so all of them are micro uh, entrepreneurs uh, in this so for me it is you know taking a challenge and working uh, you know giving it your own uh, all uh, to 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 make it happen yeah for me uh, see one of the biggest changes that have happened to me personally is uh, my course at mit till that time uh, for me education is for getting a job when i went there i realized that this book uh, they all study to create a job there so there is a fundamental shift that has happened to me that you know the studies what i am studying is for creating jobs and helping the society so today for me an entrepreneurship is more of a responsibility uh, we are actually helping a lot of people lot of uh, company lot of system it's more of a responsibility that we are taking to do something uh, different to the society make changes to lot of people uh, and uh, in this process i mean if we are able to make uh, many people rich uh that's what entrepreneurship is for me it's about touching many many lives 
and doing some I'm bringing some change to their life final question uh, what are the different lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur uh, which we can take away and apply to our lives and our ventures so uh, you know when i started my first uh, venture at that time um, i came from uh, you know raw from the uh, the corporate background right so my assumption was that since i was leading a large team there doing everything i would be able to do and get into this and uh, be successful but i learned that there are lots of things we take for granted when you are in a company uh, that you need to provide for your uh, employees or those who are working for you uh, so having a good idea about uh, you know the, the the entire process or all the areas is important so choosing your co-founder uh, carefully is also very important Uh, so between ourselves we have got um, uh, totally disparate strength and uh, you know we complement each other in our weaknesses as well uh, so that is very important when you are uh, you know when you are forming a venture uh, so i came to innoventure uh, this latest one with all these learnings with me yeah even yeah i think that's a big uh, point because see uh, to have a good partner in this thing is a very important thing see you should be able to fight also we fight like uh, cats and dogs but we are good friends so we can fight inside the room we go out and we have a coffee and that's it that fight is for on the topic to have that kind of an understanding and then a partner to discuss to that level is very important because the moment you ego gets into the play everything goes for a toss Uh, and if you don't fight also you will end up with a very wrong product you should be able to fight it out and come to the best solution for the organization and that has been one big plus that we had between us i mean a lot of times when people see they think that there is some big fight going on but we are actually fighting on a topic and we know very well that we are discussing that topic not between us and that is a big thing that uh, on um, any startup should have they should have that thing of uh, that rapport where they can actually debate between them fight it out between them and bring out the best for the organization second grit and determination you know you never know what is going to hit you we never thought covid will come but that easily took away one year of our uh, life i mean imagine leaving job and getting into entrepreneurship and my family was in dubai with kids going to school there was a year with no i mean almost 3 years with no salary and uh, out of that one year was not planned also they didn't have anything to take that but uh, that is also something that uh, entrepreneurs should be ready to take it uh, and the third point like shalini mentioned i think to get the right team members your partners and most importantly your investors Uh, because we have been approached by many investors and today when we look back we are thankful that we didn't go in that path and you will see lot of guys who are around you to help you with uh, other uh, intention to take a big pound out of your organization uh, to be mindful of all such people and to find your right investor is very important today uh one of the i mean see we are talking so confidently because we know we have a very strong backing of a very strong investor that's a big thing for any startup 
uh, and imagine having some guy who is always uh, finding faults in your organization, fault in everything, that actually kills the organization. Uh, so yeah, I think for me, having a great uh, team uh, partner, uh, the grit and determination to take it forward at whatever, and strategic partners, investors, very important. Investor especially, very important. Uh, well, on this note, we have come to the end of our discussion. Uh, I would say it was a great pleasure to host both of you. And uh, what you, you are doing is very mission-driven and uh, kudos to you. Uh, thanks for your time, Padma Kumar and uh, Shalini, and our best wishes for uh, your venture. Thank you. Hope we didn't bore you with our stories. And, and it will be a good learning for a lot of entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely great learning. Thank you.